Bastard Torchwood. I know. Bastard Torchwood. I know. Pregnant. You're pregnant! Sorry, Arif. Everything that could have screwed things up, I really don't know what to say. You don't have to say anything, all right? Sorry. It's not your fault. It's there, Miss Jack. It's not like you didn't know you were getting married today. Why the hell did you have to send you out last night? Because it's my job! Well, you're gonna be all right? I'll be fine. They'll take me to the hub. Owen's got this uh, big machine thing. Good. Hello and welcome to Who Watches Who, a Doctor Who podcast with me, Matthew. And as always, I am joined with... Bonjour, it's Scott. <laughs> it's Scott, who's in a really strange mood. I don't know, he sounds weird to me. He's, really, he's been really weird before we started recording. He's been weird now. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's because we just found out we were in the top 100 podcasts in france yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> on apple podcast specifically it's so a very very <laughs> specific so i'm uh, catering chart, but... so i'm catering to like three percent of our audience here you know yeah <laughs> speaking some french here <laughs> yeah the the t- this tiny tiny number of people that listen exclusively in france using apple podcasts um been a good time thank you Uh, (laughs) everybody else do better uh this week we are looking at a special episode of torchwood and by that i mean a regular episode of torchwood but it's not an episode of doctor who that's the special part uh as we are looking at something borrowed as we step ever closer to the release of the 60th anniversary we decided to use this weird gap in time as this bit to just Take a look at some other parts of the Doctor Who, the, um, the, doc, the Hooniverse, the new Hooniverse <laughs> now that it's a thing. You know, we're just, let's take a look around, see what this is about. No, uh, actually, we just Matthew, covered. I, f- I think you'll find that this is probably the most important thing to watch before the 60th anniversary. This ties in <laughs> the most to oh, the 60th yeah. anniversary. Yeah, you this just will, have to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I'm pretty sure the 60th is a sequel to this episode. Yeah. Um, but we are... We are uh, last week we looked at the William Hartnell biopic An Adventure in Space and Time, uh, which was a lovely old time. You can enjoy that episode if you want to go back and check that out. This week we're looking at something borrowed, and we'll see what comes next week. I think it's the news or something because mm-hmm. uh, we're only two we're, we're two weeks away two weeks away from 60th anniversary. Jesus God, it, Christ! It, it is strange to put William Hartnell and Torchwood in the same sentence. <laughs> like, I think he would have been a big fan of the show. I think he would have loved it. Um, um, he would have probably had some issues with Cyberwoman episode, but apart from that... Yeah. That would be his favourite one. <laughs> that, would be his, that would be his favourite episode. Um, this, uh. this episode, Something Borrowed, first aired on the 5th of March 2008, uh, which was a Wednesday and 15 years, 8 months and 2 days ago, and I was 7 years old 
when this episode came out. So I for sure did not watch it when it aired because that would have been inappropriate. I mean, um, I mean, this was the year we had with seven o'clock edit. So I think this oh, series wow. two of Torchwood. I don't, I don't think I saw every episode of series one of Torchwood because it was hard to sneak in, but. With series two, it was easy peasy. Seven o'clock on like a Thursday, I think it was. Perfect. Mm. Easy peasy to watch. Good times. Uh, The US president at the time was, of course, George W. Bush. And the UK prime minister was Gordon Brown. Smelly. Uh, Could you (laughs) guess... Because his last name is Brown. uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Could you guess... What the number Ooh. one film at the box? I have both the U.S. and the U.K. box office here, oh. um, so you can you have double the guesses, twice the length of time to guess <laughs> with the guesses. So it must have been around about half term time in terms of like England, because I think they have it like March or something. So it might be a family film. Couldn't tell you. So. <laughs> And I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to think is of. Is this a family film? Not really. Okay. It's then. more of a dad movie. Not more of a dad movie in, in the... 2008. Yeah. Mm. Oh, fuck me. What came out in 2008? <laughs> Can I have a hint? Who's in it? Jason Statham. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> what the fuck has he been in? <laughs> Um, uh, you probably I'd be amazed if you could get the UK one honestly what a fucking movie to choose oh, we'll um, see in a movie called The Delivery Man I don't think I might have come out around this uh, time you've got you've got uh, it's it's a three word title you got one of the words right the <laughs> yeah that was the one you got right yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um 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 are you gonna get are you are you gonna no way um, it's, it's directed directed by roderick donaldson who <laughs> you, are you familiar with this robert it is donaldson. the bank job the bank roger job. donaldson it is the bank job it is a 2008 heist thriller film directed by roger donaldson and written by dick clement and ian la franciafs i don't know how you pronounce that last name i'm sorry ian it's based on the 1971 burglary of lloyd's bank safety deposit boxes in baker street it stars Jason Statham, and it was number one at the box office in the UK for one week, grossing £951,000 in the weekend. Uh, which is not a lot of money, but it was a very quiet time. Uh, it took over from Jumper in February, which was number one, the Hayden Christensen movie. I think I, Have you okay. ever seen Jumper? Yeah, sorry, I, I just got confused. Where, um, I confused Jason Statham with Jason Bateman. <laughs> 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 Similar name. <laughs> I, I guess both they have Jason. I'm the man. Other than that. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Uh, that's there. Those are. I would never ever think of those two actors. They have similar names because they have very people, different. They're both people. called Jason and they end with the name Man. You know, <laughs> Statham. Actually, no. Okay. <laughs> Statham, it doesn't, yeah, it's, it's not Statham, <laughs> Jason Statham. I don't know Okay, you asked me that question. Jumper, the Hayden Christensen movie. Ooh. That was number one before um, 
the bank job? Uh, is I, that one that you've ever, I've, ever bore witness to? I've seen about seventy percent of that movie in like Ooh. I would say twenty eleven, twenty twelve. I watched it. Not good. <laughs> I would have watched, I think I got it on DVD roughly the time it was out on DVD, because I remember being very young when I watched this mm. movie, and I remember it being fine. I, I only watched it once, mm. and I never watched it again, and I usually re-watch movies, and so if I'm a kid, I, I guess that means that I didn't super enjoy yeah. it that much, but, you know, I like Hayden Christensen, he's a decent enough guy, um, but yeah. Yeah, fun movie. Could you guess? And I would be amazed again if you can do this. You know, you're you're currently uh, <laughs> zero for two, but you any idea what's number one in the U.S. right now? Oh, you'll have to give me a hint. Okay, it is a comedy movie starring Will Ferrell. In two thousand and eight. Oh, around about this time, it was a, the Land of the Lost movie. Is that what the movie was called? That's uh, not what's number one. I don't know what movie you're talking about. Uh, he's he's in a lot. He's in a movie where he time travels to like dinosaur times. I don't know. No um, idea. Definitely not this. <laughs> uh, 2008. Will Farrell. Um, Everything must go. No, but that's a good movie. That it is. is a good movie. Um, um I. I that's more of a serious... This is straight-up comedy. Okay. Will Ferrell comedy. Oof. Oh, no, it's not Bewitched. That's 2005. <laughs> it's sports-related. Sports-related. Oh, is yeah. it Blades of... Has he in Blades of Glory? I haven't seen that movie. Uh, I, no? I haven't seen Blades of Glory. I don't okay. know if he's in it, but it's not that. <laughs> um, oh, you'll have to give it to me. No, it is semi-pro, uh, 2008 American sports comedy film directed by Kent Alterman in his directorial debut and written by Scott Armstrong. Uh, it stars Will Ferrell, Woody Harrelson, Andre Benjamin, and Maura Tierney, set during the final season of the American Basketball Association and telling the story of a fictional ABA team desperate to survive the league's merger with the NBA. Film was shot in LA uh, near the Dodger Stadium. Uh, blah 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 released blah 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 and then it came out and made a bunch of money it got negative reviews <laughs> with critics criticizing the script although Farrell's performance received praise um, you know if, it, if it's so, a movie that came out in like early in a year it, it's a trash movie you know it's, it's a January movie that Red Letter <laughs> Media makes fun of you know <laughs> yeah yeah um, Andre 3000 um, is an interesting choice I don't think I've seen Andre 3000 act before Have you, do you know who he is he, he's the hey Andre 3000 <laughs> he's from Outcast. oh the band oh Outcast. interesting yeah I don't, no idea that's that's an in yeah interesting. Um, Kent Alterman did not direct many other. I don't think he directed really anything else. What is he doing now? I don't know what he's doing. Dead. He's the president of Comedy Central. Ah, oh, was close. There you, go. <laughs> you might as well be dead if you're a president of Comedy Central. <laughs> they they had. I haven't seen Comedy Central since I was a kid, but I remember having good stuff. 15 I mean, this... years ago. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is American Comedy Central. I think it's like The Office, oh, true. Yeah. Futurama, Friends, yeah. Seinfeld. I mean, it's all reruns. <laughs> it is, but, you know, reruns of classic shows. 
great stuff. <laughs> uh, that is all I have for nice. the on this day section. Uh, it was a very quiet day in history because um, everybody was busy watching the bank job with Jason Stathman. Um, so, Scott, why don't you take us into the behind the scenes writers part for something borrowed? Yes, uh, the original title for this episode was The Wedding, which is a shit title. <laughs> Something Borrowed is a much better yeah. title, because it, it works in more than one way. Let's save it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. It's, the it's baby a, it's is a, it's borrowed. A, it's a pretty good... Yeah, you borrow... Yeah. Yeah, and, you know... It's clever. And that's also <laughs> that phrase you say at weddings, something for gifts or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's something borrowed, something new, and something blue. Which is, uh, yeah. I called, I used, um, last, a few weeks ago, I called this episode something blue by mistake, because I'm an idiot, an idiot. Uh, the confidential yes. version of this episode, because we did, like, Torchwood Declassified, that was called something new, so <laughs> I was totally wrong with oh. something blue. None, nothing was called yeah. something blue. I'm a stupid idiot. No, you just made it up. You just made it up. You just, it's just <laughs> one of those other lies you make up, because you make up stuff. <laughs> Um, so Russell T. Davis, um, have you ever heard of him? I don't know who he is. Nope. Uh, he realized no at this point of his series that they really needed a more comedic episode. Um, they just came off a trilogy of dark episodes about Owen basically becoming a zombie man. Because um, <laughs> he, he dies for a bit and it comes back to life and he's a bit of a zombie. Um, and the next four episodes are also really fucking dark. Um... One of those episodes is Adrift, which we covered last year, I think it was. Really depressing episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, one of was, the most yeah. shocking episodes. So, they really needed something more comedic to kind of go in between those episodes to really provide a contrast for the season, which makes perfect sense. Uh, Russell thought Phil Ford would be the perfect choice for this episode. He had written for Coronation Street... And, of course, you know, soap operas have comedic wedding episodes all the time, so he's kind of perfect for it. He actually wrote 86 episodes between 1997 and 2002, so he's a uh, Corey expert. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Who watches Coronation Street when? (laughs) Uh, When I die. Oh, come on, there's not that many episodes. We'll get done with it. When I die. (laughs) Coronation Street, how many episodes? (laughs) Thousands. Thousands and thousands. Nah. Just like two episodes, yeah. I think. And and they're... Eleven know, Such dense lore. There's... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's such such dense lore for Coronation Street. You know, it's not one of those shows you can just jump in. There's so many... So much going on. It's so complicated and well <laughs> put together. Um, Phil Ford also wrote most of the episodes of the 2005 Captain Scarlet show, which... I remember being pretty shit at the time. It's like really early CGI for a television budget. Uh, did you ever watch Captain Scarlet? I think we've mentioned oh, this God, before. I'd, I would have to look it up. Hang on. It's, Captain Scarlet. It's, it, it was a Jerry the, Anderson from creation. 1967. Uh, the 2005 show. Captain Scarlet 2005. Um. No, but why does he look like rip-off Action Man? Because uh, Action Man, I guess, was popular <laughs> around the time. 
I loved Action Man at the time. Loved it. I had so many Action Men. It was unbelievable. But um, yeah, yeah, but yeah I, was I, I have never seen Captain Scarlet. It looks like a masterpiece. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, great times. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> after 2007, Phil Ford mostly just did Doctor Who adjacent stuff. Uh, he wrote almost half of the Sarah Jane adventures. He co-wrote The Waters of Mars with Russell D. Davis and Into the Dalek with Moffat. Good ep- decent episodes. Decent episode. uh, Into the yeah. Dalek, not so much, but, you know, The Waters of Mars mm. is amazing. Waters of Mars is amazing. I remember Into the Dalek being fun, but I, it's not one of the episodes I've seen in forever. I don't think I've seen it since it aired, to be honest with you. Jesus. Um, <laughs> um, he wrote most of the Doctor Who adventure games, which came out between 2010 and 2011. These were games you can download off of the BBC website for free. Um, they weren't very good, but we should play them someday. <laughs> Over my dead body. <laughs> Over my dead body. Uh, he co- uh, he actually wrote the animated uh, David Tennant special in 2009, Dreamland, which also co-starred uh, Georgia Tennant. Um, I remember that being terrible, but, <laughs> you know... <laughs> I never watched it, so I don't know. I imagine it's a masterpiece, and, much and, like uh, whatever that other show was called. And another thing with terrible CGI. <laughs> um, he also incredible CGI. <laughs> he also wrote half of Wizards versus Aliens. I don't know if you know what the show is, but it's the show Russell Davis uh, created to fill the void left by the Sarah Jane Adventures after that ended. I think Wizards versus Aliens had like three or four seasons. Uh, we should cover it someday. I've never heard of it. I remember watching the pilot episode. I hated it, so I just never watched the rest of it. But we should cover <laughs> it someday. <laughs> Three seasons from 2012 to 2014. And he no, also... Never... And his most recent work is he recently wrote half of the Tales of the TARDIS segments, which just released last week, and they are lovely. Such a lovely wee gift for the 60th anniversary. You've only seen one of them, haven't you? Yeah, I think so. I think oh, so. You need to catch up, my dude. For great. <laughs> nah, not going to. I'm not going to watch any more Tales of the TARDIS because it had old people in it, and that made me <laughs> furious. <laughs> um, so when Bill Ford was given this episode he was part way through scripting a story called Deadline but it, this had to be scrapped because the second series underwent a major storyline revamp apparently but you know because he worked in the Doctor Who realm it was eventually used as an audio drama so if you, if, you ever, if you ever write a script for Doctor Who or Torchwood or anything... It will be turned into an audio drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just it keep will. it. <laughs> just keep it in your top drawer, you know? Just for a rainy yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, big finish. We'll, they'll come sniffing around. Be anything and everything. Well, this wasn't a big finish drama. It was a BBC audio drama that oh, went wow. out um, on BBC Radio 4 in 2009, just before Children of wow. Earth. So BBC never... Radio got there before a big finish. <laughs> yes. They snuck in. Yeah. Um, so, to just quickly go over how popular Torchwood was around this time. 
This episode was one of the seven of the 13 series two episodes that were in the top 20 list of the most popular shows on BBC iPlayer between January and March 2008. Half the series was on the top of the BBC iPlayer charts. Insane. <laughs> that is that is insane. Um, but it's also during a time when who gives a fuck about BBC iPlayer? <laughs> Watch it on live TV. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I mean, this was 2008. Like, the BBC were, like, the first yeah. to adapt to online streaming. They were so ahead. Yeah, they were so ahead of the curve and just did nothing with it until ever. <laughs> and, and it, like, they've just... It, BBC iPlayer is such an out-of-date website. It is. <laughs> but, you know, I give kudos to them for never changing their name. I'm like channel four yeah. for four OD then it became all four then it became channel four or itv with itv hub and then itvx you know yeah <laughs> just, at yeah. least her name is consistent bbc iplayer it makes sense and it sounds like it was made in the early 2000s <laughs> beautiful but yeah that's all the pre-production notes uh shall we jump into something um borrowed not something blue some Thing blue. Something blue road. <laughs> this isn't Reese's baby, Brenda. It's an alien. Get back, you ugly bitch! The hell do you doing? That's my mother! No! It's the alien. I'm not an alien! Oh, you're good. I'll give you that. But I'm not! Yeah, and the Lone Ranger didn't have a thing with Tonto. Jack, does the shapeshifter copy smells, too? No, just physical. Right, well, I recognize that bloody awful perfume anyway. It's Brenda, Jack. It's, it's Brenda. Wait. Oh, that's for calling my mother an ugly bitch! The episode begins with what I presume is a flashback, um, yep. because it's all flashback looking, of Gwen <laughs> being like, I'm going to get married, Captain Jack Harkness. And he goes, why, Gwen Cooper? Why? And then she's like, because I love Reese. And then they like kiss or something. Um, it's just there, to, I guess, to establish she's been engaged for yeah. X amount of time in case, you know, it's I don't think you need it, honestly, but yeah. I, I guess it's, it's fine. Yeah, um, this scene, we then open yeah, up. This scene was from the opening episode, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is such a tortured title. <laughs> it is a good movie. I haven't seen it's it in really, so long. Um, Love it. <laughs> but I'm not, here, not sure why it's here other than just to set up, you know, the Jack and yeah. uh, Gwen relationship and why Reese would be so against Captain Jack Harkness as a person because he kind of, I, I guess it's implying he kind of has feelings for her. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, that is that. Yeah, that is the the vibe I got in this episode. Is that like they're kind of like, oh, what if we got together though? Um, throughout the whole thing, um, it's strange. It's a strange relationship they have, and I guess that's probably one of the reasons why Reese is really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, like maybe um, maybe not a romantic <laughs> relationship, but it's more like a Scully and Mulder kind of like relationship. You know, I mean that's kind of romantic as well. Yeah, but like towards is... the like season one, <laughs> Scully and Mulder, where we're not quite romantic yet. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I. It feels like those that sort of thing where it's like if if the circumstances were different, then they would probably go for it. Mm. But they're like their lives are there's no way if they met at a different point. Um, but we then open up into a hen night, a hen do, a hen night, and a stag do. That's what it's called, <laughs> isn't it? 
Um, and <laughs> the, uh, and this is Gwen's head night, where all of her friends, who I assume we've never seen before, nope. are out partying um, and having a good time. And Gwen eventually shows up, but she's late, uh, and we start to figure out why she's late as we cut between this and a flashback of her being chased by a man in Halloween makeup. Um, <laughs> oh, you... Who's, of course... <laughs> The shape-shifting vampire clone, mm. not clone, shape-shifting vampire man who eats people yeah. and <laughs> does it for a partner or whatever the point. I didn't like the the effects on the shape-shifter. Well, you'd be surprised to know that the makeup only took one hour to apply. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not the best makeup of Russell T. Davis. There was plans to do more like elaborate makeup, but Russell T. Davis really wanted people to... Uh, see the person that the uh, monster was mimicking mm. so the makeup is like minimum it's, it's fine you know it's, it's torchwood you don't want you don't expect the biggest special effects ever <laughs> yeah no it's it's whatever it it reminded me of a very cer- a certain effect i don't remember what episode it was from but it reminded me of a doctor who villain um very it's kind specific. of like um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, I need to get, I need to get like a good look of it. Um, again, try and find a frame. Are you thinking of um, um, Curse of the Black Spot? There is one shot where it kind possibly of looks... it's, it, it's just the sharp teeth. I feel like I've seen the sharp teeth in so many other things um, that it's hard to pinpoint where it's from. But it's, it's those sharp, shark-like teeth that I'm like, this is very familiar to me. Um, Maybe a bit of the vampire episode with yeah. Matt Smith. Um, maybe a bit of that. But anyway, uh, have you heard about Reese's cock? <laughs> That's, uh... <laughs> well, we do see Reese's arse in one of the episodes. And he and he, he, okay. he, he, he smacks both of them a couple of times. It's brilliant. It's like one of the best scenes in tortured history. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> Um, I would fucking I would, I would fucking go to this club though because we're playing Scissor Sisters. Do you know about Scissor Sisters? I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> um, it, 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 it's an American band that was really made it popular in the UK between like 2004 and 2008. Um, they made okay. a, an appearance in Doctor Who already at this point. I will send you a scene. <laughs> Uh, All right, I've never heard of them as a band. If great band, so many great songs, I love them so much. Um, ah, iconic, an iconic scene with the master. Um, yeah, so of John it, Sims' master dancing on the airship from Avengers. Yeah, yes. I mean, I mean, he sings "I Can't Decide" to the Doctor. Great song, fantastic. That's my favorite Scissor Sisters song. Do you have a favorite Scissor Sisters song? <laughs> Uh, I like the one that goes like, we are the Scissor Sisters. Do, do, do. <laughs> it's on their hidden album, so you might not, only true fans get access to that one. Did you know, um, by the way, that if you separate the audio channels of that scene of Doctor Who, you can actually hear John Sim singing? Amazing. <laughs> I have to I have to send That's this great. to you because it's brilliant. <laughs> I can't decide whether you should live or die. Oh, you probably go to heaven. Please don't hang your head and cry. I wonder why my heart feels dead inside. 
What's great is this is a more realistic look at what it would have been like in that room. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I you love were the it doctor, so much. You know? like, <laughs> uh, that's great. That's that's a really fun clip. What a guy. What a guy, John Sim. What a guy. Um, the episode continues on as Gwen wakes up after her part night partying and night having a various flashbacks to look at her wedding dress and she's all excited because today is the day that she is getting married no matter what no matter anything that could possibly <laughs> happen she is getting married on this day this is the only day she has decided in her head she is allowed to get married if this day passes and she is not married she will never marry again that is the rule she set to herself when she was I don't know, like six or something. She's really committed to this day. More more than she's committed to Reese, she is committed to getting married on this day. Yeah, uh, she she's like... she's so committed to this day but she'll just create a big old farce, you know? <laughs> like this whole thing Literally. is just such a farce. Like a man dies because of Gwen. Straight up. A man straight up dies because of Gwen. Like this episode is kind of ridiculous if you really think about it, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, it is It is very ridiculous, and Gwen is responsible for the death <laughs> of that wedding guest. Um, but she, she climbs out of bed to realize that she is, like, nine months pregnant, and she is ready to burst. And this is shocking news to her. As, as far as she was aware last night, she was not nine months pregnant. Uh, and this was where the Torchwood title sequence kicks in, uh, and we open up to her getting tested and figured out with by... Um, Zombie man, who's a name <laughs> I don't remember. Owen, yes. Which I'm glad that you established he was a zombie man, because yes. I have not seen series two of Torchwood, and they make references to it here and there, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess something <laughs> happened to him. All yeah, right. they made <laughs> yeah they make brief references to it here, and also in the episode we covered last year, Adrift. I've just realized we covered all the episodes of Torchwood we've covered so far are roughly around about the same time, because the first year we did it in, was yeah. in, in October... And then we did it last year in like September, and now it's November, like roughly around about always, the same time. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a drought in Doctor Who content <laughs> where we have to dip into Torchwood around this time. Um, but Gwen goes on to have a discussion with Owen and Jack about what she needs to do. And they, like every single other person in this episode, <laughs> tell Gwen, okay, we'll just stay here and postpone the wedding, and we'll deal with this pregnancy thing. To which she's like, nah, -uh, no way. I can't do that to Reese. Reese would be, uh, can you imagine if, if Reese found out I had to change the date? That wouldn't happen. But then in like the next scene, she shows Reese she's pregnant and he's like, yo, we need to change the date. This is insane. And she's like, no way. What if I told Reese we had to change the date? Can you imagine how upset Reese would be? Uh, it just, she makes no sense in this episode. Like, yeah, the Reese character is really smart here. He's like, he gets angry because, of course, it's torture. It's bloody yeah, torchwood it's a, it's ruining shock. my wedding day, but we're going to postpone it. Yeah. I'll get Banana Man to sort out the details. <laughs> and we'll just yeah. lay low for a little bit, you know? But Yeah, it'll be chill. <sighs> Who cares? Like, you know, it's one day. And one day versus your life, potentially? Let's deal. Let's focus on you being alive, yeah? And she's like, no, I don't care if I die. We're getting married today. It's like you've got your priorities so backwards, Gwen. What's going on? And you know, one of the great things about this episode is that um, Reese is all in the know about what Torchwood is and all that. Because most shows, like American shows, 
it would take like five yeah. seasons for a partner to finally find out about <laughs> what's going on with her partner. But here it's like, yeah, yeah. Episode four of season two, like 15, 16 episodes into the show. Finally, we're getting into more meat. That's the episode where he finds out meat. <laughs> oh, right. It's also, it's also really good that, um, he does know because it would have been so easy for this, you know, cause it is the yeah. quote, quote, comedy episode. It would have been so easy to turn this into an episode of let's try to do the wedding while hiding the fact I'm pregnant from Reese. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. I, I think, and, you know, Reese yeah. is, <laughs> I think this might be the last silly episode of Torchwood that we ever made, which is kind of wild because, you know, the first season of Torchwood, a lot of the first season is like B horror movie stuff, you know, <laughs> Whereas this season is more yeah. dramatic and ne- the next few seasons are wild. <laughs> They're dark. But, you know, this is the last silly episode of the show. Which is kind of sad. And it's, like, it's, it's, it's only like a little bit silly. It, it gets to, it gets pretty grim at, t- at points as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like set up and tone is, is more wacky than other episodes of Torchwood. Um, but it's nowhere near as silly as like Cyberwoman, which I think is the ultimate silly. <laughs> I'm so excited! It's, it's a uh, yeah, it's we a really we really need to cover that episode someday. <laughs> I I genuinely think it's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's it's great because of how terrible it is. But I think that's the it's, intent. It's insane. This must be I, the, the yeah, intent. I think it was. Th- yeah, yeah. It's 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 brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, Reese, uh, not Reese. Owen is doing an autopsy on one of the zombie dudes. Not the zombie dudes. One of the the vampire men. I don't know what they are. Shapeshifters. They're shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, oh god, I know her name. I know her name. It starts with a T. T. Tosh. Does it start with a T? Yes. Tosh. Ah, t- yes, I was right. Uh, Tosh comes down the stairs in a dress, and Owen's like, "Wow, you look pretty." And Tosh is like, "Hell yeah, come to this wedding with me." And he's like. All right, and that's the whole scene. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's it's to set up what happens in the series final, which I briefly mentioned ah. when we did the stolen earth. I don't know if you remember, not, you. but you I can't. I couldn't tell you. What you I didn't tell you what you said last week. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something terrible happens. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. You did. You did skip uh, over a scene where uh, Yanto is at the wedding. The wedding shop is that what you call them? The the wedding dress. No, I get it's yeah. a wedding dress shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get a dress, and apparently Ray Holman. I'd like who... to buy one wedding, please. <laughs> uh, Ray Holman, who is a costume designer, found it hard to find a wedding dress for a nine-month pregnant lady because he just felt like a massive Ooh. sinner hunting around Cardiff for a wedding dress, <laughs> and he wound up designing the wedding dress himself because he just could not find it. You know. It's such an incredible, incredibly niche thing to find a nine-month pregnancy yeah. wedding dress, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're probably better off specific. I mean, this is 2008, so he didn't really have much better choices. But I bet if you went on eBay or something, <laughs> you could find it pretty easily mm-hmm. nowadays. And just yeah. get it secondhand. Um, you find it on yeah. Etsy, you the, know. The- <laughs> What what an idiot! Why didn't he just live in the future? Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a fun scene where Yanto is just. Uh, I, I was about to say mistaken, but uh, he's correctly ascertained to be a pervert. Um, and, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Hey, yeah, lots of guys come into my wedding dresses. Come on, I'll I'll I'll, I'll get you like 
signed up for or whatever the hell you do <laughs> rent it out i don't know buy it uh then anyway we get a scene with gwen who really weirdly i thought decided to tell her parents she's pregnant yeah <laughs> um but she doesn't tell reese's parents does mm-hmm. she i mean I don't, we don't get a scene with reese's parents it's implied that she told them because of course yeah but because of course this scene ends with uh gwen's mom being like wait until reese's mom finds out you know but um yeah, yeah. so bizarre that she just goes straight to telling them she's pregnant straight to like, tell the parents you yeah. know <laughs> what, what, what if you solve this problem before the wedding what if it's like oh actually it wasn't as complicated as we thought it was going to be but we, we solved it oh, go on, there's nothing to worry about i mean you can have your wedding after all in a few scenes like, oh i just told my parents though <laughs> in a few scenes gwen raises the issue of oh yeah what's gonna happen when there's no fucking baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, like you know if i was her i'd be like oh yeah i'm, I'm on some hormones or something antidepressants that I, made me feel bloated you i know? i yeah i i had a really bad sandwich <laughs> la- yesterday and i'm super bloated right now um and i would really appreciate it if nobody made mention <laughs> of my size because i'm feeling very vulnerable but like, everyone's like, like you know like it's just re- don't say <laughs> I look pregnant. If you say I look pregnant, you're out the wedding. That's it. Like, you know, like it's ridiculous and doesn't make sense not to to go with that excuse. You know, I'm bloated, but more sense than I'm pregnant. I somehow became pregnant. I was at, the, at my Hindu last night. I wasn't pregnant yeah. then, but now I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah, everybody at the Hindu just assumes they all got blackout drunk <laughs> to not recognize that Gwen was pregnant. But also, wouldn't they be like, hey? You know, we've known Gwen for more than nine months. Uh, have I been blackout drunk for nine months again? Like, um, so yeah, this is the first appearance of Gwen's parents. They, I think, the mum definitely appears in series four of Torchwood and some of the audio dramas. The dad you might recognize. I don't know if you recognize him, but we recently uh, saw the dad. Do you recognize him? Did we? Did we recently saw the dad? Uh, I vaguely recognize him, but I couldn't tell you he what from. He was in remembrance of the Daleks as a funeral man. He was like the one of the guys who works in the funeral parlor. He fainted when he saw the coffin kind of float by him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. He was also in Boomtown where he gets murdered by Margaret Sullivan. So like three years later, he's, he's playing Gwen's dad. That's fun. <laughs> that is fun. That is fun. Good for him coming back to life. <laughs> Survived like Captain Jack did. Incredible. Um, we then cut from that scene to the it's like the wedding day and everyone's mm-hmm. arriving. Um, we get some like hashtag comedy with the parents, um, and it's a very familiar location. Yes. I find. Uh, this wedding venue is uh i don't know i don't know there's something about it that's like i've seen this somewhere before yes yeah, so if you've been watching all the episodes this year to kind of go along with us reviewing these episodes you might recognize this from the wedding of sarah jane smith and also uh the big yeah. bang the episode of doctor who that we just covered a few months ago it's it's the same wedding venue so yeah i guess this completes the trilogy of this wedding venue being used <laughs> An iconic trilogy it is. Iconic. <laughs> iconic trilogy. Um, we then we then get that scene with Gwen 
and Reese, where Gwen is like, "What? What if I have to tell my? What am I going to tell my parents after today? Why? Wh- whose idea was this?" And <laughs> she's really hard. She's really hard to root for this episode. Yeah. I find she's like none of her motivation or writing makes sense for her. She's thinking so irrationally uh, the entire time. I, I guess. I guess about she, weird stuff. I guess she did just randomly get this sudden. And sudden rush of hormones overnight it must be hard for her body to adjust you know <laughs> like I that's guess. insane to think yeah. about yeah that's my so. only reason she, even, she yells at she yells at jack you know don't mention my hormones um <laughs> so so maybe maybe that is the problem uh, i don't know I, I i really don't know it's so strange but i it's like the episode doesn't exist without Gwen acting insane, though. Yeah. That's the I think the the issue with the episode is unless Gwen is actively being like, "Let's do a wedding, no matter what," <laughs> there is no reason for this episode to exist. <laughs> like you know, maybe if it make maybe it makes sense if she woke up and she was like two months pregnant, and then throughout throughout for, for, for days she just kept on getting yeah. more and more pregnant. You know, at the start it's something she yeah really yeah. Hide. I think that's a better way to do the episode because that's more funny, you know, her trying to hide her pregnancy throughout the day. <laughs> I think it's getting bigger and bigger. That is, yeah, that is more funny, and it also avoids the problem of having to justify not cancelling the mm-hmm. wedding because you could just be like, "Oh, it's okay. No one will notice. We yeah. can go ahead with it." anyway oh my god they're starting to notice oh my god i'm so big i have to tell reese now oh my god we've got to hide it from our parents you know uh oh my god that guy's been eaten jesus i'm glad that wasn't directly my fault like <laughs> uh yeah that is a much better idea i like that idea better. yeah like maybe back in time and yeah pitch, pitch like that one. like maybe <laughs> she doesn't even realize she's pregnant at the start maybe owen runs some tests and Later on in the wedding, yeah. she just realizes, "Oh shit, I'm pregnant, and we can't cancel the wedding because we're right here." You know? Yeah, yeah. There's, it's it's already a better idea. It's <laughs> it's already a better idea than this episode was. Um, and speaking of bad ideas, we are about to meet two of the worst Christ. characters in this episode, <laughs> hands down. Uh, first one, I don't even remember his name, but he is a cool guy. He's a really cool guy, <laughs> and you know he's a cool guy because he has got sunglasses on his head. Yeah, his name is not Mervin. on his eyes. Not not on his <laughs> eyes where you normally keep sunglasses. Where you or I, simple layman, would keep sunglasses to keep the sun out of our vision. This guy's got sunglasses on his head. On his head. He's so cool. He doesn't need to wear them. That's the type of cool guy we're dealing with. Um, yes, uh, and is... he's also like 50 <laughs> this is of course Mervyn the minister of sound uh, the duke of disco the regent of rock and the lord of love uh, yeah he's a cool dude he's a, he gives off really rapey vibes doesn't he both of these guys Christ. both of these guys big rapey vibes it's awful uh, the other guy who is his mate greets him yeah he's the best man isn't he yeah he's, um, he's uh, reese's he's... best mate banana man <laughs> yeah um and he decides the entire episode that he's like i'm gonna harass tosh yeah that's 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 who i am that's who i am at my core i'm a dude who harasses tosh and 
That's what he does. And that's his whole thing. Uh, <laughs> these two suck. These two really yep. suck. <laughs> uh, the guy who plays um, Banana Man, whatever his name is, um, he reminds me of my friend from school around right this time because he has similar hair. That's except- wild. He reminds me of your friend from school as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except cause he has similar hair, except my friend had like a little rat tail on his head. Oh, interesting. It yeah. was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what, were rat tails ever cool you know with a name like yeah i had tail. i had one Ugh. i had one my friend had one yeah Sounds no awful. they were cool they were it was the style at the time was it, was it? the style at the time yeah it's like you know it's like a baby mullet really <laughs> you know and and now mullets are back full swing oh, God. mullets are back Terrible i love time. them love a good mullet but yeah, Tosh is like, oh yeah, do they call you Banana Man because you go soft and mushy <laughs> eventually? And, um, <laughs> yeah, and she's like, and bananas make me vomit everywhere, so stay the fuck away. Yeah. Um, which is fair. Uh, yep. He doesn't listen, though, because he's a creep. Yep. <laughs> Good times. Uh, the episode continues as the really cool guy is really cool and not at all super rapey. Um and you know goes over to a bar and hits on a lady who's definitely a lady and not someone who's going to eat him um (laughs) then we go to tosh and um oh my god i've forgotten the main (laughs) character's name my brain gwen 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 um and this is a scene where tosh is being crazy where she's like, I fully understand where you're coming from, Gwen. I I support your decision 100,000%. You are in the right. You are right. And it's, uh, it's a weird scene to have, but I uh, guess, you know. Can anybody let us know? Is this something you guys agree with? Or is it just us who thinks this is insane? Because it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's just insane. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we're being unreasonable. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe if you get surprised pregnant with an alien, you have to go through with the wedding. Maybe that's the 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 natural path to take and we're being the ones that are being obtuse and strange. But somehow I just don't I find that hard to believe. Um, um but this this scene is quite lovely because they talk about how it will happen for one day for um Tosh. You know, if she will find her love someday, and Tosh is like, oh, in sickness and in health, death, till death to us part. And in the background, you can hear the Owen theme song. You know, it's, it's Owen's theme. Uh, foreshadowing. I can't say much more than that at the moment. <laughs> wow. Foreshadowing. Interesting. We then get a cutish scene, I guess, um, with Captain Jack. And Yanto, where they're talking about how his dad was really good at giving head or something, and that <laughs> now Yanto should give head to Captain Jack. Uh, and then they get interrupted by um, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Owen. Yes. Owen. <laughs> yes. Uh, then they get interrupted by Owen, um, who's like, "You guys should come and look at this weird alien thing that I found." Um, and a really weird editing. It like flashes white. It's a it's a it's a fade to white edit. It's a weird cut. Classic Torchwood. Um, but it's just two thousand. It's 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 that early or mid two thousands editing style where it's like an, a, a, everything's a weird music video. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it for how quick it is. You know. Yeah, and the fun sound effects on everything. Um, we then get a scene with 
uh, pervy cool guy where he goes <laughs> back uh, he, you know he, he's, he's chatting with the lady that's definitely not a shapeshifter and she takes her back takes him back to the hotel room um, mm-hmm. Tosh like comes up to the bar afterwards to get a drink and spots a little black spot on a napkin from the shapeshifter which i don't know why she left a black spot is she being cut is she uh, bleeding yeah she, um the cool guy uh pinned a oh he pricked her yeah, yeah he pricked her yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't i didn't in my head he didn't prick her enough to draw blood <laughs> that much but yeah he, he, he must have really stabbed it into her <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah he really wants to prick her if you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 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 um then we cut to a scene where uh, Gwen's getting possessed by a demon, um, <laughs> when she's sitting on the bed doing, I guess, yoga. But yeah. the way that she's just sitting there, the way it's framed, she's got her head up. It looks like an exorcism is happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane how well her body adjusted to this pregnancy overnight, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. like she grew extra skin overnight, just magically. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, but she gets, like, her bridesmaids come by and they're like, oh my god, you're pregnant, Gwen. And then it's like a uh, pause for laughs scene. Um, as we then cut to a man getting his belly button vacuum cleaned um, <laughs> as Cool Guy is laying on his bed making out with the shapeshifter lady and she decides to escalate things a bit. And, you know go downtown but she stops before she gets all the way to to take a brief moment to really admire that belly button and really really rock its world oh yeah um, um it, it's like tommy was so <laughs> in the room fucking the belly button you know like. yeah it's very silly it's very silly and the whole time we're cutting between this and a banana man getting beat up for harassing tosh yeah um and it's just like this entire period part of the episode i hate it's really bad <laughs> like it's not it's not aged great these are characters i don't like being awful and uh it goes on for too long i don't oh, want yeah. it to be in the episode it, get rid of it yeah these are characters who are best friends with reese apparently like if, if reese what the fuck are you doing hanging out with these two people like jesus christ they do, yeah they don't they do not seem like they would be friends with reese at all like like uh, reese is a total <laughs> almost a total sweetheart you know reese can do no wrong he's a decent dude and like yeah. he hangs out with these two guys what the fuck are you doing i guess reese? it shows i guess i guess reese is only a decent dude to gwen though maybe like these guys are reflections of who reese really is <laughs> you know at his core at his core he's a creepy perverted weirdo uh <laughs> who just so happened to get in a relationship with gwen and be really committed to that but deep down he's still a freak he's still a freaky weirdo guy um we then get a scene with Yanto, Captain Jack, and uh, Owen, and I don't remember a single word from this scene, so why don't you describe it, Scott? Oh, yeah, um, they, well, basically Owen explains that the male... Uh, they're called Nostrovites, and the male Nostrovite carries the fertilized egg in a sack and kind of feeds it to a host. It's kind of like a freeway situation here, because, of course, you can't get away with a tortured episode not having sexual innuendos every episode, you know? <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, they, and they decide to go out and tell Gwen or save Gwen or something. Gwen has a brief interaction with the shapeshifter mm-hmm. who 
is so not subtle about the fact <laughs> that she's a shape-shifting alien. It's insane. Yeah, what's, uh, what's interesting is that before um, Jack, Owen, and Yanto go out, they don't try to phone Gwen to warn her. Or phone no, that's too hard. Or... Too hard. That's too hard. Yeah, no. Hey. Got Tyler in person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's strange. You could do a lot of this via the phone and save a lot of time and potential lives. Yeah. Um, uh, Owen is also and is like, I'm gonna use this tool. This I don't even know what they call it. This big tool thing that I used to save Martha in an episode yeah. that I've not seen, <laughs> so I have no idea what he's talking about. And I yeah. think he's making it up. I it... think he's lying for style points. Um, yeah, the whole Martha stuff happened in the last three episodes. She replaces Owen for a bit when he dies. So that's a fun little arc. Came in full of a severely underused Martha, but it is nice to see Martha crossover. Yeah, yeah. Um. We then get a really dumb scene with the bridesmaids <laughs> for some hashtag comedy where they are just where this is where they're talking about how they yeah. must have been blackout drunk for uh, uh, Gwen to be able to hide the fact she's pregnant. Their logic doesn't make sense, but oh, also no. like the next scene we see them in, they're drinking again. So <laughs> it, these these people these people are always drunk. Um, you know, if, if which yeah. makes again, if Gwen was like, oh yeah, I'm on hormones, you know my. I, I, I'm just bloated now, and also yesterday I wore. I'm having body a severe clothes. allergic reaction. <laughs> yeah, my pancreas has exploded. Yeah, and please yeah. <laughs> call help. <laughs> and, and yesterday I wore baggy clothes, and you were drunk, yes, and you didn't notice it, which is common for drunk people not to notice small details like that. It's fine; it makes sense. But to go with, oh yeah, I just never noticed you were pregnant last night. <laughs> insane yeah and all that all that alcohol you were drinking as well how did i how did i not put that together <laughs> you're nine months pregnant and and doing like tequila slammers on the table i didn't realize how i missed that <laughs> insane i'm surprised surprised nobody stepped in to say that maybe this isn't right i've just we got away with that last night uh, we then get a somewhat sweet scene with Gwen and her mother where her mother is like, hey, I can't wait for you to have my grandchild. You'll be so cool. Um, and Gwen the whole time it just feels guilty and stands there mm -hmm. um, until her dad comes in and then she breaks down. She's like, I can't. Dad, it's 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 uh, not Reese's Bobby. It's not his Bobby. Oh, and it's, it's very dramatic. And it's very uh, uh, Coronation Street. It's very Coronation yes. Street where it's you're pregnant at the wedding and then you tell your father it's not he's not the dad. And yes, then the, somebody, the, act, an alien. the music plays. <laughs> like how many, yeah, episodes of alien, then... <laughs> how many episodes of Coronation Street have you seen with an alien baby at a wedding? Like all the every single episode. I think every like I think every episode. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's, they keep using the same cliffhanger. It's really strange. <laughs> but somehow it's compelling. Um, we then get a scene with Reese and his dad for some reason. Um, and I, I don't really care about any of the Reese yeah. drama in this. You know, like, why do I care about Reese's extended family? He doesn't, he's the guy that's at home all the time. I don't really care about him, you know? <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Who the fuck cares? This whole situation. Again, it's just, Carter's <laughs> making stupid decisions that he can't get behind, so the whole episode is just kind yeah. of stupid. It's a, it's a throwaway it episode, really. It is silly. Um, we then get a... Uh, speaking of silly, um, Tosh and Banana Man 
are tied up by the shapeshifter in this weird cocoon thing and they're they're tied up together into this ball mm -hmm. and there's some fun joke about groping yep. going on um it's cool it's really cool and funny stuff that that's where th that's where those characters are tosh is having a miserable time yes <laughs> what a miserable time she spends the entire wedding harassed by this dude and then gets <laughs> tied up to him and that's he, like everything yeah. that happens to tosh <laughs> like, that's everything that happened to tosh in the whole show like she only gets like two or three yeah. solo episodes like she's not really a focus yeah. of a show which is a shame because i really like tosh you know <laughs> Yeah, I enjoy it, yeah. I enjoyed the character. Um, we then get the scene with Gwen and her dad where she's like, all right, dad, have you ever heard of Doctor Who? <laughs> okay, so I'm in a spin-off show called Torchwood, <coughs> and it's aimed at more adults, and we do more adult-centric things, like say the word booby sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> their dad is flabbergasted at this, um, but he eventually agrees... Um, and like Gwen convinces him or whatever, and he's just and then we I don't does he tell the mum I don't yeah, remember he, if he tells he, the mum yeah or he not. goes up to the mum immediately in the next scene and he's like our yeah. daughter is fucking insane she needs help like what the, yeah <laughs> what an insane thing to just tell your dad out of nowhere right? with no but it's like but it's not even like like it is an insane thing to time out of nowhere but you could easily provide evidence yeah like very easily like you could show him your badge you could show him the 20 pieces of torchwood branded clothing you own <laughs> like you know the torchwood's not a subtle agency you could very quickly prove <laughs> that they exist you know or, or torchwood probably has a take your family to work day yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's strange, but uh, we then get the, the walking down the aisle scene after a brief scene again with Tosh and Banana Man, but who cares about those guys? Um, they're walking down the aisle of this beautiful wedding venue that I've never, ever, ever, ever seen before. Um, and, you know, they're all getting prepared for the, the wedding ceremony and the, the person is looking on. Uh, Captain Jack and Yanto and Owen are driving as fast as they can to get there and then uh the wedding officiator lady whatever you call her the minister i guess if it's a religious wedding she's like i by law i have <laughs> to say this part by law i am demanded by the courts above that i say this part if i do not say this part your wedding is void and null and you might as well have never had this ceremony to begin with does anybody have any objection and then captain jack bursts in all dramatic. It's a really annoying cliche. Yeah. I find wedding interruptions right at the altar after someone has said, "Is there? Does anybody want to mm. interrupt this wedding now? Does anybody want to throw in some <laughs> drama? Does any like you? you anybody want to ruin this day? Because <laughs> like, you almost want. This is going to sound crazy, but we'll provide context. Don't worry. But you almost want like a nine eleven kind of scenario to kind of kill this <laughs> trope here because nine eleven killed the. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I want 9-11 to happen. You're, you're, I want 9-11 to happen again so that we never have wedding scenes. <laughs> like, you know the really annoying... 9-11 um, the weddings. <laughs> you know the really annoying trope where somebody has to rush to an airport to, t to proclaim their love before somebody goes onto yeah. a plane? 
that doesn't happen now after 9-11, you know, you can't just go up to the uh, the boarding gate or whatever. You have to go yeah, through security. Yeah, rush through security. But yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, what, you know, you want a 9-11 scenario to happen to kill this trope, you know, like, somebody to rush into a wedding with a bomb, you know? Something like that. Easy. Get rid of this the trope. Issue it's is- terrible. <laughs> The issue is, like, <laughs> before 9-11, you could do that trope of running into yes, the airport. Yes, you can't do anymore. Demand, like, you, you, you can't do that anymore, but you could do it before. Nobody in real weddings says, do you want to interrupt the yeah. wedding now? That's not a thing. So, like, there's you can't have that real-world event <laughs> that changes fiction, because this is a fictional event that everyone just agreed was a cool idea. And they all use it. There's no stopping it. It's it. You can't get pat. You cannot escape the pull of. Do you want to ruin this wedding? Um, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. But yeah, that is another like soap opera trope. You know, this is the classic dun oh, yeah. dun 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 cliffhanger. But you get the end of these standard episodes. You know, ah, oh, great soap operas yeah. are just wonderful shows. You know, so upbeat and shit. <laughs> wonderful. I love them. They're so they're really cool. They're definitely weren't invented to legitimately sell soap. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were made to yes. fill the time between adverts for soap. <laughs> Incredible. Like, <laughs> um, we then get the scene where Captain Jack explains how the. Um, aliens work the dad lays the egg then the mom shows up to take the baby or whatever uh we see the bridesmaids be full-on alcoholics and continue drinking (laughs) assuming that gwen had an affair with captain jack and that he's the real dad um gwen is like i'm desperately to i'm desperately getting married today no matter what so we bet we have to solve this problem still but she's like a broken record we get a really cool shot coming out of uh, one of the bridesmaids' mouths, essentially, mm. as she's stumbled in to where they left the person cut in half. Yeah. Um, which is some weird blocking. Like, I feel like Torchwood like should have locked off that door before this moment, but um, they just didn't. I guess they didn't discover Gwen, or they didn't discover Tosh until the bridesmaid discovered them. What's the bridesmaid doing there? I guess looking for Banana Man. I don't know. Yeah, um, everybody just wants a shag this wedding, you know? Drink yeah. shag. <laughs> Banana man of all choices, for yuck. <laughs> like, what the fuck? His, his name is so mysterious, it leaves you asking questions, <laughs> you know? Um, we, she, she then comes running down and yells that there's been a murder, um, to which Yanto's got the very fun call to Jack where he's like okay the situation is uncontained as the entire wedding venue begins to panic um which is some fun bit of shenanigans some fun bit of shenanigans which I really enjoyed uh so the episode continues on as uh everyone is looking for the shapeshifter throughout this wedding until um uh oh dad bad dad Reese's mother comes in and she's like hey I know where the the person is they were looking for them out this way out you go owen and then owen goes out the goes and he radios them and they're like oh reese's mother came in to help us and then suddenly oh wait reese's mother's over here that lady must be the shapeshifter gosh darn and captain jack kicks open the door and calls her the ugliest lady that's ever lived <laughs> right in front of reese and it's very funny um 
yeah, that, yeah. you know, he's just so rude. He's such a rude <laughs> guy. He's so confident. What if that one, what if the, what if the other lady was the shapeshifter? You know, the other mother that they saw. Mm. What if that one was the fake one and this one was the real one? They really banked on that. Like, <laughs> mm. it, is, it probably is a funny scene of the episode, I would say. Like, yeah, it is yeah. pretty funny. Um, you did miss the part where um, the alien lady does jump out of the window. And apparently, that's the only reason why they chose this venue was because the windows are just perfect to jump out of. And they had to build a fake window because, <laughs> of course, you can't just break a window of a wedding reception, you know, as a real life wedding place, yeah. you know, but it, it's cool. It's, it's, it's cool windows. <laughs> it's the best window yeah. I've ever seen. You know, it's the best windows <laughs> of Doctor Who history. I dare you to find better windows in this show. I wouldn't even attempt it. Um, <laughs> they, they chase the mother through the wedding venue into the outside where she like, screams at a bunch of people and threatens to kill one of them until Gwen sneaks up and is like, hey, guess what? And then, like, the baby fires a bu- the gun <laughs> from the stomach, um, which was a really cool shot yeah, with just, that baby's hand gra- yeah. grabbing the, the gun and shooting it. Yeah, that's what the belly... Um, little known fact, but that's what the belly button actually is for, you know? The bullets can just yeah. go right out of it Come whenever out. you're pregnant. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um... Uh, they, uh, <laughs> the the chase continues with uh, off this lady um and owen takes reese to the side and he's like hey owen uh, uh that's my name reese i mean do you want to take this 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 device i've got that'll get rid of the baby because uh, i've only got one good hand and you have two good hands and also it, it weird if i do it and you don't because you're the dad you know so off you go i'll show you how it works um which is uh weirdly as far as i know owen to be as a character like that's 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 rather sentimental of him you know like he's he wouldn't really be a character i would ever peg to be like okay i'll let reese do this because he's the you know the the husband and blah blah blah. he would just be like you know who can i have sex with (laughs) slimy um, <laughs> uh, in, in series two, he does have a bit of a character arc, especially after he dies. You know, that's a that's a great mm. trilogy of episodes. I really want to cover someday, maybe not next year, but the year after, because we have plans for Torchwood next year. Hint, hint. Yes, um, we then <laughs> we get a pretty good scene. Uh, actually, it's a very good scene with Gwen and Captain Jack because it tricked me. This was a scene that tricked me where Captain Jack comes in and the, like they get all sentimental talking with, with Gwen and Gwen kind of goes along with it where, you know, she's like, oh, I want to marry Reese and blah, blah, blah. But things are getting kind of hot and heavy and she's about to kiss Jack when he turns in to reveal like, actually, I'm the monster. Rah. Um, which is fun i didn't see that i didn't see it coming when i first saw it probably because i was only half watching but it's a good time it's a good time i also think captain jack as the shapeshifter uh it like um john barrowman's performance as the shapeshifter i think is the weakest oh yeah out of the monster performances like he just looks so goofy yeah he's like ah (laughs) his facial expressions are like neanderthals looks like he's laughing the entire time <laughs> like <laughs> he just turns into a neanderthal you know he looks really yeah, stupid it's 
It's really strange. And Yanto unloads uh, keep a bullet to Nuum, uh, but they do nothing and Captain Jack, or the fake Captain Jack, gets up and goes to eat Yanto until it's like, oh, you're dead actually, and leaves him. Uh, there's a nice little character beat there where Yanto's like, come on, please do me a favor and kill me right now because um, he doesn't want to be alive because he's a dead guy Relatable. and I guess that's his whole thing it's his whole thing now is he's the guy that doesn't want to be not dead anymore um, I, I, I do wonder if his skin will start rotting at some point you know it's never gets really explored but his skin must be rotting eventually <laughs> yeah um Captain Jack comes back in and he's like, okay, if our guns won't work, I guess I got to get my Nerf gun from the back of my car. <laughs> and he goes and he gets his Nerf gun from the back of his car. It's really silly looking. Why didn't he come in with this? I know. You know, like why take the risk of, of, of having to come back out and assemble it? Just t come in with the heavy armory straight away and just blast him, you know, and then that saves so much trouble later on. Uh, lack of foresight. Uh, Owen and not Owen, goddamn Reese. Uh, Reese and Gwen come running in to a barn, which I guess is attached to this wedding venue, and <laughs> yeah. uh, they they're getting chased by the monsters. And this is where it gets very Bible-y, at least a little bit, with Gwen being the immaculate pregnancy and in a in a in a in a barn you know and they've got to use the big laser thing to get the baby out it's just like the bible it's the exact <laughs> same story as the jesus birth um yeah that famous it's um, interesting i think it's matthew 10 7 where the abortion happens yeah <laughs> where baby jesus yeah and, and joseph <laughs> joseph pulled out his laser gun <laughs> and managed to zap away baby jesus um <laughs> before that king could come along and stab all the babies like is what happens in that story it's a really messed up story it's like yeah yeah i don't remember the king's name where the king like finds out that the, <laughs> the son of god is about to be born so he's like fuck it kill all the kids kill them all <laughs> like, oh we, we, we who who reads the bible who, who, who reads the bible <laughs> <laughs> um we then suddenly are watching evil dead as uh, the demonic uh, shape-shifting mother comes through the doors and Reese grabs the chainsaw and lifts it above his head and comes charging at the shapeshifter, but it dies before he can really cut her in two. But there's some fun Evil Dead cinematography happening. Yeah. Even Captain Jack straight up says, hey, this is like Evil Dead, uh, when he looks <laughs> at Reese uh, in case but, you missed it. Yeah, uh, you know, it is <laughs> ironic because the night before you watched this episode, Matthew, you wound up watching the I new Evil Dead. And I was like, we'll be talking about the Evil Dead soon. And here we are talking about the Evil Dead. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Great, we were like great that. franchise. Those were things that happened. It is a good franchise. I it's still a wildly... Need, yeah. I still need to watch the TV series. Franchise. Yeah, same. I haven't seen the TV series either. Um, there's too many shows to watch. Really is. Um, there's too much. At any given time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then we proceed after she... Well, the mother first explodes by Captain Jack. He blows her up with the Nerf gun, which is like a grenade launcher. Um, <laughs> and then we cut to the wedding ceremony where they finally get married and it's a happy time. 
Everybody has a party and rocks out and has some fun laughs. There's some sweet moments where Captain Jack starts dancing with Gwen and they're like, you know, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to shag the fuck out of Yanto. Then Yanto comes over and they have a sweet little dance together. Um, it's it's a cute way to end the episode and it ends mm-hmm. with um, Captain Jack roofing everybody again. <laughs> and <laughs> then passing out and him being like and they'll never remember what happens uh what a nice bow on this self-contained episode uh you know? the original ending would have actually had gwen and reese getting retconned as well which would have been a terrible move mm. that would have been such an awful yeah. move because i like this ending where it's like yeah torchwood is going to get in the way you know, in between our relationship, but we will work through this, which is lovely. Like, that's a lovely way to end the episode rather than, oh, uh, they wake up and just think it was a perfect wedding, nothing went wrong. So it's kind of like a lame out, as a, a lame yeah. way to end the episode. Yeah, I agree. And uh, the episode ends proper with Captain Jack looking through what seems to be old photos, but perhaps they are old family photos as he looks at his own wedding day from the olden times. And maybe there's more to Jack's past than we know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Next time on Torchwood. Clowns, clowns, clowns. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we need we as need to this... do. I think we need to do the next episode of Torchwood, as in the clown episode with Julian Beach, who also plays Davros, uh, with the clown episode of the Sarah Jane Adventures with Bradley Walsh. That'd be a fun double bill. <laughs> mm. That'd be a fun yeah. two weeks. That's too much clowns. That's too many clowns. <laughs> That's pretty scary. That's pretty scary. <laughs> scary week time, you know. Um... But no, that was the episode Torchwood Something Borrowed. Mm -hmm. An okay time. I enjoyed it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's like a whatever self-contained fun episode. It's really inconsequential and everybody's really stupid in it. But it kills 40 minutes of your life. And that's really what we want in media. (laughs) So, It's not the worst episode of Torchwood by far, you know. There's worse episodes. And it's it's fine. It's fine. And I think it's just kind of lackluster compared to what we've covered this year on the show so far. This is obviously just a last-minute slot, you know? That's something that doesn't require any research, not too much in-depth talk, but it's fine. It's an average episode of Torch would really... No, we weren't banking on the 60th anniversary being (laughs) earlier in November at all. I don't know what you're talking about, Scott. Um... As next week, we are looking at the news. And, you know, we looked at the news only two weeks ago, (laughs) as usually we do a news roundup at the end of the month. However, there's not really anything else to talk about until 60th anniversary happens. So we were like, screw it, let's round up some more news for November. And there's already quite a bit to talk about. Uh, November is a very busy month for Doctor Who, obviously. and so we've got some some big news stories that we can cover next week, and I'm sure there will be a lovely lovely discussion before. And I I cannot believe it's this goddamn soon before we cover the first episode of the new 60th anniversary. Yep, two weeks away. It doesn't Insane. feel it doesn't feel like it's two weeks away. <laughs> it, it doesn't feel real. Yeah. It doesn't feel. It real. doesn't feel tangible um, yet. It won't feel tangible no. until I'm actually in front of my television watching it. You know what I mean? And even then, it will be <laughs> surreal. You know, I'll need to watch it two or three times before I'm like, "God, this is this is out now." 
Um, this is the new era of Doctor Who is upon us, where it's all about multiverses and oh, synergy Christ, don't, don't. and having multiple <laughs> shows and a connected universe, like the MCU ten years ago. I mean, that does uh, kind of tie into what I was wanting to talk about. You know, 2008 was a great year for Doctor Who. You know, we had the second series of mm. Torchwood at the start of the year, 13 episodes, and then we immediately went into Doctor Who itself. Another 13 episodes. We had 26 episodes of Doctor Who by July. That's insane. I mean, there's 12 more episodes of the Sarah June Adventures and like Autumn Time. I and mean, then it's Christmas special. It's, that was so much Doctor Who that year. It's insane to think about. And we never really had that again until maybe in a few years, which is really exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk about so much Doctor Who stuff. And it all starts what if in a few bad? weeks. <laughs> what, what if, if it's, it's bad? bad? What if it's bad? Ooh, um, you know? What if it's bad? <laughs> be, what if it's like flux, but it's for the next five years? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, well, you know, that's going to be something to talk about at least. You know, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess we could hate watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, ex- I am excited. Uh, and until then, you can find this podcast at youtube.com slash at who watches who pod where you can see us in video form. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and like and leave a comment and do your social media, whatever the hell, whatever the hell you do. You know, YouTube's been around long enough. You know what you know what to do. Uh, also, you can find us in audio form anywhere you get podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, especially if you're in France, uh, <laughs> Amazon Music, Spotify. We've got an RSS feed. We are everywhere in the audio realm where you can download us. Uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash who watches who and on x.com at watches doctor where you can keep up to date with all our social media stuff i'm sure we'll be more active on social media one of these days probably not who knows social media sucks who needs it uh until then we will see you next week with more news woo woo, 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 bye 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 bye, bye. <laughs>